This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's how I got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Saturday, 27 January, year of Lord 2024. Of course, a lot going on today. President's going to be out in Vegas. We're going to be there too, as we said in the first hour at the uh, at this kind of pre RNC meeting. Ronald McDaniel's got to go. No doubt about it. Uh, we need to get serious about closing this thing down. And of course, they've allowed Nikki Haley to kind of traipse around here and raising hundreds of millions of dollars of what she's out raising right now. Uh, so I said yesterday on the show that there's four elements, and I've said earlier, these four elements, you had the CR fight a couple of weeks ago, closed down the border or closed down the government. You had the results of both Iowa and New Hampshire in the exit polls, the exit polls, top of mind, top issue was the invasion of the southern border, immigration, border security, close second was inflation and the state of the economy and nothing else really rated then, of course, the supplemental, which we're fighting all uh, all weekend and into next week, this titanic battle that they're going to try to codify the invasion of the country and that this audience is going to be at the ramparts to fight. And, of course, last, this historic constitutional issue over Texas. Philip Patrick joins us. And, Philip, here, here's I, take a second to explain this. Cause I've been telling people, particularly as we're reissuing uh, – uh, chapter three and kind of the end of the dollar empire, installment three, I guess we call it, with new numbers about the debt trap because I wanted people to be up to speed. I continue to say that that precious metals has been a hedge, has been a hedge against times of turbulence throughout 5,000 years of man's recorded history. It's been the one kind of constant, I guess, besides man's fallen nature, right? It's been the constant in in uh, in the world. But walk people through that. Just why why have people traditionally, and particularly now times, you've seen gold, you know, up a lot over the last three years since we've been in partnership with you. Not that that had anything to do with it, but these forces. The reason was this audience, you know, uh, you know, wants to participate in something that's smart. Why has gold been a hedge against times of turbulence, sir? I mean, look. Gold is 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 money. Gold is has been value, and it has for thousands of years. And 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 since we have a fiat currency, we can print money, we can inflate the value, and there's nothing really to support it. And you put it into the context of the current climate, we have an administration that's racking up debt. By the way, the reason we had to reissue uh, the, the the third volume, the debt trap, was because the Biden administration is spending at such a rate that the numbers are changing on a daily basis. But, um, you know, gold has always been a hedge for thousands of years. And in the climate with inflation, when currency is up in the air, this is the first time in our lives that we're really dealing with a world that is running away from the U.S. dollar. And in times like this, gold is the most important thing. That's the reason that central governments in their 
aid or in, in, to assist them in de-dollarization have been purchasing more gold last year and the year before than any other years in history. But it's particularly for times like this that it becomes very, very important. Yeah, I, I want to go back. Let's go back to the debt trap. So, folks, just um, think about this for a second. We did the debt trap, which is the third installment. We've been doing this for a couple of years now, right? So we did the debt trap because we timed Philip's team and myself. We timed it back in uh, January of of, uh, of uh, 23 when McCarthy and these guys came in. We said, hey, the first thing that's going to hit them is the, is the debt ceiling. And the debt ceiling gives us a negotiation point. It gives us leverage. So let's get on and let's do something that will explain to people this trap that we're in now with this debt trap. And so we worked on it for a couple of months, and I think we issued it uh, right before the, the fight started. I think I want to think it was in um, uh, it was in March or April, sometime around there. And the big fight that, that came in May, and I think it was finally signed yep. up end of May or June. When it was signed, it was 30. <laughs> this is what's so sick, and it's sick. When we published that, and when they when they signed the deal, it was thirty one point four trillion dollars face amount of uh, debt. We passed as we predicted, and only we predicted uh, in September eighteenth of last year. We passed thirty three trillion. A hundred and two days later, we passed thirty four trillion. We're right now. We're forecasting end of March, beginning of April, passing thirty five trillion. We had to update. We had to update with numbers, and it wasn't just because numbers are always going to change when you do a, a static uh, report like that. Because historically, you can go look at it. It's increasing so much. I mean, Philip, think about it. When when somebody came on the other day and we're talking about a topic, and they brought up the fact it was a period of time, I think before the financial crisis, and they were talking about eleven trillion dollars on the uh, on a face amount of debt. And I remember people back then heads were blowing up. We're at we're at thirty five trillion. I mean, before Trump gets back, it could be thirty seven trillion dollars, and it seems like nobody in the city wants to face the the the, the if wants wants to take the action to stop it. What does that mean, as far as your perspective as an analyst and observer, understanding precious metals? When you see that, and you see their strategy right now with yelling these guys is guess what, destroying the dollar because that's what they're doing, right? Yeah. Making the dollar weaker. Yeah. What, what is that from a precious metals perspective? Because remember, we, we're the macro guys that do that. We're not personal financial advisors, but I sit there and go, wow, I guess precious metals is going to be a hedge against this, right? It, without question. And, and I need to say something. People need to, we talk trillions of dollars and we throw those numbers around, but I don't think people quite understand. I mean, $6 trillion that Biden added is a colossal amount of money. In on itself, it would be the third largest national debt of any nation on, the earth, uh, on earth, right? That's the amount of money that we're talking about. But we're getting to a point of no return. And I think that's why it's so important that we reissue this volume. Look, at the end of the day, what we're realizing is we have politicians that lack the grit and the fortitude to solve the problem. So I think the only way out is to educate the public to, 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 to push to make decisions. But one thing that's very clear about this administration, they don't have any desire to solve the problem. We are heading to what is called a debt trap. And essentially, that's when, you know, debt pay dwarf income. And 
we're not far off that. According to the Penn Wharton model, if we continue at this pace, the US will be bankrupt in 20 years. That's how dire this situation is. Now, the problem that we have, we have leaders who are you know, not willing to make an unpopular decision today that will make the nation better off longer term, right? There's three ways out of a debt trap. One is to default, which typically doesn't happen when debt is owed in a currency that the country controls. The second is devaluation, which appears to be the route this administration is going. And the third would be austerity, which I don't think they have any interest in. That's the route we need to take. We need to make the tough decisions today to ensure our future. But we don't have the politicians that are willing to do that today, which is why I think it's so important and so timely to re relaunch this volume. Also, so you can go to birchgold.com slash Bannon and get the end of the dollar empire. All four are um, are available the new we've reissued in a new volume, the debt trap number three to get you up to date numbers. We're working on number five right now. Number five is going to blow your blow the doors off. We're really excited about what we're going to show because it tells you what they're focused on versus what you should be focused on. Um, let's go to the devaluation. People for years when they talk about deficits and spending, you know, Carl Rove and these guys, Cheney famously said deficits don't matter politically because they're, they're irrelevant. This is now affecting people's lives. When when they do the polling and people like hate Bidenomics and Biden, these guys can't figure out. I keep saying it's the lived experience of people. And you've got this one, the accumulated inflation, because inflation is, you know, accumulates, accumulates. You've also got the refinancing of this debt. And Janet Yellen's taking a very risky, but quite frankly, from their perspective, smart. She's not she's not funding this long. You're not selling tens and thirties, right? Number one, I think they'd be they don't know if they could sell the tens and thirties, but they're doing it short term with with and that makes it very risky. Um but she's quite frankly getting the job done for them. Now she's taking a risky path. But the American people are getting a devaluation all the time. The American people are that's why you've had 19 percent or 20, almost 20 percent drop in your purchasing power of the dollar since the Biden regime, illegitimate Biden regime has taken over. Isn't that what the BRICS are telling us? The BRICS are saying, hey, look, you know, we have resources. We may not have sophisticated, big, huge economies. but We've got lots of natural resources. We've got to somehow get that gold backed. Our currency's gold backed. We've got to start buying gold and we've got to get off the dollar because. The deplorables may have to uh, suck on this. MAGA may have to suck on this. But we, we have options. And they're not easy options. They're not pretty options. But we're going to at least get all the young Harvard MBAs and Stanford MBAs that come back to these countries that, uh, you know, are part of their civilizations and start. We'll get the HP-12C out and let's figure it out. Is that what the world's telling us, that MAGA may have to take the d decline in purchasing power and the higher interest rates on credit cards and the accumulation of inflation, but that they don't? Well, I mean, it's exactly what they're telling us. Uh, it's exactly, I mean, the American people are feeling it. We're feeling it every single month. Our paychecks are not doing what they used to. And we're being gaslit by the administration telling us, well, it could have been so much worse if it wasn't for us. 
But as you rightly say, the BRICS now, they're teaming up and they're not going to play the game anymore, right? By buying gold, and I've said this before, but I'll say it again, it achieves two things for them. Number one, it is a good financial trade. The dollar has been plummeting in value under the Biden administration, which affects anybody or any government holding U.S. dollars. So number one, just financially, to dump dollars and buy gold has been a good trade for these governments. Secondly, I said it before and I'll say it again, by holding dollars, they create demand for U.S. debt. They strengthen the dollar, which we use against them. They're looking at each other saying, why are we doing this? It doesn't make sense for us to play this game anymore. And this is how we lose our, our global reserve currency status longer term, right? The more that the demand for the dollar wanes, the weaker the dollar becomes, the weaker the argument for the dollar as global reserve comes and someone eventually comes and usurps. We are heading down a path that every empire in history almost has headed down, and we haven't learned lessons. So like I've said before, it is time for a change now. Otherwise, we are at the point of no return. And let's talk about that. Um, the Our predecessor, and I'd like to hold you through the break. I know you're busy and you got places to go, but I want to hold you a few minutes uh, after the break. But I want to start this here. Um, being the prime reserve currency comes with many responsibilities and duties, but it also has tremendous benefits. And that's why those nations that have had global impact or kind of global influence at those times, whether it was the Dutch or the Spanish, their currency becomes the prime reserve currency of that era. In fact, I'll hold Philip through this and I'll get his response on the other side. Our predecessor in this was the British Empire. I remember my dad telling me, my dad was born in 1921, as most of the folks in the audience know, died right after his 100th birthday, I think four or five months. But he would tell me as a little kid, uh, they'd have the map, you know, they have the nuns teaching him, they were learning basic geography, and this is when they started, the nuns, he said, were telling him about the rise of Germany and the rise of uh, the Nazis and how bad Hitler was on the priest and uh, on the Jews and, and other what they deemed as... And, undesirables and the, they would pull down the map and he said England was in pink the British Empire was in pink and he said he remembers as a kid looking at those maps and he says the pink was all over the world and it was just this little island and they kept asking the nuns well how does this little island have such you know this vast empire and you know we would study the revolution how we broke off and they said it was the Royal Navy but it was also uh, British business interest that the British business interest really tied together the world with their maritime strength. That was the pound. The, our predecessor as the prime reserve currency was the British pound. And this was Britain at the top of its game. And once, because of many um, events, of which we'll talk about in a moment after the break, uh, we came off the pound in a, a series of meetings that culminated in this thing called Bretton Woods, this new post-war international rules-based order with the dollar as the stabilizing currency. Well, guess what? Because of our elites, it turned out not to be so stabilizing after about 60 years. Short break. Back in a moment. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author is warning about a coming event 
that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So, Philip Patrick, the 20th century, the bloodiest century in mankind's history, from 1914, the guns of August, the start of World War I, to 1989, the fall of uh, really Tiananmen Square and the fall of the Berlin Wall. That was the, what we call the short 20th century, but it was the bloody, I think 250 million people, quarter of a billion people died, starvation, famine, war, all, all because of conflict. The British Empire and the guns of August when it started was the top of his game. The pound was everywhere, stable currency, incredible business uh, interest in London, out of the city of London, smart financiers, uh, but two devastating world wars and actually an active decision because the Nazis offered them a deal, essentially a deal, which was we'll keep the continent of Europe. You keep your empire and we just won't, won't you know, we won't fight. And Churchill said, not going to happen. Right. This is a, this is an evil that can overwhelm everything. But after two world wars, they turfed out Churchill. Remember, even before V.E. Day, right after right after excuse me, right after V.E. Day in May of 45, before the, the fall of the Japanese Empire. And I think even before the 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 uh, the. Um, use of the nuclear weapon, Churchill was gone, and the, and the pound shortly followed. What impact did the pound have as the prime reserve currency, and what impact did it have once you guys were turfed out? I mean, look, <clears throat> the global reserve currency, as we've discussed, is is just an incredibly privileged position to be in. Uh, Great Britain held that status, I think, from 1815 up until you know, shortly after Bretton Woods in, in, in 46. Um, as you state, it was sort of an economic decline, World War I and then World War II. Britain lost control of, of, of essentially the colonies. The U.S. became the obvious choice to overtake the, the United Kingdom as global reserve. It was a, a fairly consistent decline for the U.K. from that point on. And in fact, from the day essentially, that they lost global reserve currency to the U.S., uh, the pound sterling, relatively speaking, has lost over 96% of its buying power. That is the effect long-term of uh, a loss of global reserve, and, and that is the future that we are facing. And we, you know, this warning was given to us, like I said, in, in 71, when Nixon took us off the gold standard, central government or central bankers around the world predicted how it would end. And then they came and said, look, if you do this, what's going to prevent you from printing money, devaluing the currency and going the route that we are today? It was ignored. And, and, and look at where we are. But there are so many lessons to be learned throughout history from the UK, from the Roman Empire and others. Uh, and it's time that we start paying heed. 
You know, I'm so I'm so proud of that. And that I'll, I'll make a plug here. When you get the end of the dollar empire, it's totally free, and you can download it. I'm really touched when people show up to the conferences and they printed it out, and they want me to sign it. Remember the guys at Birch Gold uh, were were the laboring ore here. But the fourth uh, the fourth installment, because it's one that I didn't fully understand. And the fourth installment is about Nixon in that weekend, about taking us off the goal. And most people thought it was FDR, but it was really Nixon that, that did the coup de grace at the end. And here's the stunning thing. You've got to get the fourth installment because it is one of the top two or three most important events in the economic history of our nation. And nobody knows about it. I think there's been one or two books written about it a couple of articles, but it's never really, it's never been explored as an event that was this essentially catastrophic to our country and particularly working class people. If you look at every chart with bad stuff happening, it all goes back, it all goes back essentially to August 1971. And here's what's so stunning when you read our analysis, and this is a lesson for the war room posse today. All of your betters, and they had all these geniuses, Arthur Burns, the Federal Reserve, all these international economics guys, and it didn't seem like they ran a lot of financial numbers. It didn't seem like they, and I realized they didn't have personal computers back then, but it's kind of shocking, Philip, to know that something that, that was this uh, massively important. They just kind of, I'm not saying they did it on a whim, because it certainly wasn't a whim, but it wasn't the detailed analysis of second, third, fourth, and fifth order magnitude hits that you would want to do. Uh, but I will give everybody a, a, great, uh, a great uplift here. It was just an executive order. <laughs> That's another thing they didn't tell us. We went in the White House. I went through every executive order. The one that was skipped by the Justice Department that they didn't highlight was the executive order that took us off the gold standard, right? Because they never codified it into law. You know why? The American people would never. Do you agree with this, Peter, uh, with Philip, that the American people would never agree back then in a million years to ever go yeah. off the, that dirt? Federal Reserve notes they were holding could not be converted into gold, sir? Yeah, yeah, I, it was. It's absolutely shocking, and actually, it makes me nervous for Volume Five. We've been predicting the future as we go along. <laughs> volume Five will be central bank digital currency, and I'm I'm worried we're going to write that into reality. And if they push something like that through with executive order, we're going to have a big, big problem. Yeah. But what I think is interesting is how closely Volume Five ties into Volume Three as well, right? If we sort of fall big for time. the debt trap. Exactly. That's going to be the solution. So no, no, but this. So, so Phil's breaking some news here. Volume five is going to be central bank digital currency. And here's why. As we've done the analysis and we're answering the questions for you, why are the BRICS nations? And now you see this global south kind of kind of coming together. It shouldn't be lost in you that geopolitically the military kinetic conflict. It looks like we're in could arguably be the BRICS nations and, you know, the global south. Versus uh, Christendom, the Judeo-Christian West, and, and our like Japan and Korea and our followers, our cohorts. Um, when you look at it, and you and you got to answer the question: Why is the Federal Reserve so maniacally focused on a central bank digital currency at the same time that our enemies are buying gold at record rates? It just doesn't make sense. Something's wrong, and that's where we're doing the fifth. Birchgold.com/slash/bandit. You get all that. You get to talk to Philip and his team now more than ever, folks. You need to look into this. You just got to for your country, for your community, your family, and also for you personally. All we do is say, hey, the smarter you get, the better decisions you're going to make as free men and free women. And that's why we're so uh, glad to be partnered and, and, and really thankful that 
they did the free installment of the end of the dollar empire. Most people would charge you for that. The folks at uh, Birch Gold were nice enough to let us do it and get it temporary for free. Philip, how do people follow you with all the you're you're putting up stuff all the time on social media? Where do they go? Yeah, very simple. It's at Philip Patrick on Getter, at Philip Patrick on Getter, uh, and of course, birchgold.com forward slash Bannon for all the end of the dollar empire reports as, as well as information kits on, on precious metals. Philip, thank you. Thank you for taking time away. I know it's uh, as swamped as you are. It's tough, particularly with the free time you get over the weekend. So thanks. Thank you, Steve, as always. That's the dedication. That, that's, the, that's the dedication they have. These these three kind of converging crises, the invasion on the, of our country, unprecedented. Not me saying that. The FBI senior executives of the counterterrorism said that in that letter, and that letter shocking. want to make sure, let's get that letter up, and, and I want to make sure everybody, Grace Moe, Carly Bonet, everybody, our Telegram folks, if everybody can push that out and make sure people read it, you see that. On top of that is the is this geopolitical, really around the Eurasian landmass, but also in the Caribbean, Central America, South America, that's also part of their front, which is the invasion of the southern border. Remember, that is all part of this beginning of the Third World War. The other is the financial crisis. And we got out of World War II. We were able to be successful in World War II because we had the ability on our balance sheet to actually spend some money. Here, we're in a radical Keynesian infusion of liquidity that's all fiat currency just done with this. I mean, it's a trillion dollars every hundred days. How could that not be? How could you not sit there and go, this is madness? One thing we're trying to do here also is alternative economy and particularly back entrepreneurs. We tell everybody else, if, you, if you're an entrepreneur and you got an idea, you know, somehow go in the live chats, get to Mo and Grace. We talk to a lot of people and we're very supportive. Catherine O'Neill was a young woman who was on the 16 campaign with us back as she was in the State Department. She came to the White House. She was a fighter. She thought about running for Congress, but decided to start a business instead, which I think is a great, you know, not that we don't need fighters in Congress, but we need people, entrepreneurs. Catherine, uh, people love your company and they love your beef product. What do you got for us? Hi, Steve. Thanks so much for having me back on yet. To be honest with you, I'm so glad to not be in the political world in this current moment. However, I do believe <laughs> that, um, you know, people in the business world with our values need to fight just as hard as they do in the political sphere. So anyway, my company, Meriwether Farms, is growing rapidly. We are currently sold out, sold out of our products, most of them, but we have been expanding partnerships with other ranchers that have the same standards that we do, all natural beef, no hormones, no antibiotics, no mRNA vaccines. So we're doing a special edition box right now. We're pretty low on them. They've already gone uh, pretty quickly. Um, so get yours now, as always, with the War Room 10 discount. So meriwetherfarms.com. Get your special edition box now before we sell out again, Steve. Uh, real quickly, let's play this. Uh, we got a short clip from you on Instagram, I think. Let's play it, and I want to come back. How many times since COVID have you heard essential workers? A lot. How many times since 2019 have you heard a farmer being essential? We thank the firemen, the doctors, the nurses, the ambulance people, the EMS. Have you heard one commercial that says, thanks to the farmer? One and a half percent of the population feeds the other 98. Does that not blow your mind? You take food away from this country, we don't exist. Wow. 
How do people yeah. get to Murrayweather Farms? You're now in the middle of this. Where do they go? Absolutely, Steve. That was Marty Shepard. He runs our cattle operations. He's just salt of the earth. We are so blessed to have him and others like him working for this company and helping us grow. But go to Instagram at Merriweather Farms. We do mostly educational reels um, because we that's part of our mission is to educate the consumer. Uh, you can also find us on Getter uh, at Merriweather Farms. But we're, we're keeping this train rolling, Steve. We're expanding and this is this is a movement that we're building. Thank you so much. Unbelievable. So proud of you. Keep fighting, kid. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Steve. Have a great weekend. A patriot, a patriot economy built upon patriotic entrepreneurs. How's that sound? Stop giving your money to people that hate you, hate your family, and hate your values. Short commercial break. The great artist, Saban Howard. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes... COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room-type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit Tax Network USA. That's tnusa.com slash Bannon. tnusa.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Well, today a major event in this historic World War One uh, memorial to uh, to the to the nation, to fighting men and women. Just an incredible work of art, but also because it goes back to the greatest and best traditions of our culture and civilization of the Judeo-Christian West. Sabin Howard, the artist. Sabin, explain to people today what's happening. You're actually shifting the actual art itself to England to be molded. Explain exactly why is it leaving here? Why is it going to England? And why does it have to be, I guess, cast uh, in bronze, I guess, uh, in the United Kingdom? So uh, today is a momentous day. It is the culmination of uh, eight years of working 
first four years were winning the global design project with 360 global teams. Uh, the second stage, which was the worst, was passing through the Commission, the Commission of Fine Arts in Washington, D.C. And then in 2019, we started sculpting this monumental 60-foot-long bronze wall with 38 figures, the soldier's journey. And uh, it was packed up this week, the last five figures, the last eight feet. Each figure takes 600 to 700 hours on average to sculpt from life in people that are wearing the original uniforms of soldiers and nurses. And those figures were then cut and assembled in a shipping container. That shipping container is brought by truck to the port of Newark and from there shipped across the Atlantic to a foundry in the UK. In the UK, we have now cast three quarters of this wall all the way up to the shell-shocked soldier. And what remains now is the final scene, the return home, which will arrive there in about three weeks. These clay figures will then be cast. They are molded first, and then using the traditional methodology of lost wax casting process, turned into metal. And like I said before, this is an incredible foundry. We are actually getting the fingerprints. My fingerprints are on that bronze wall. And I want to bring up something here that is really critical. Uh, there is a book written by Susie Gatlett. It was written quite a ways back in the 80s. It's called Has Modernism Failed? Well, with this project, we are here to fight that. And we, we are fighting the narrative with a concept that art is sacred art is important to elevate and have the picture of humanity seen at its best there is everything here that we can possibly do to give emotion to these figures everything is about all the human emotions that we have as human beings and it's seen in that wall the first and the last figure are the daughter and the soldier passes from home through the Brotherhood of Arms into battle and exits that shell-shocked and from there returns home and hands his daughter his helmet and she's the next generation. And I think there's something really ironic here at this moment that we are on the doorstep of World War III and this memorial will be installed and celebrated on September 13th of this year. That's 231 days away from today. And the night of, of September 13th, I am calling on all the patriots of this country to arrive in Washington to celebrate this sculpture because this sculpture is made for we the people. It is a sculpture made for the common man, the soldiers, the nurses, the wives, the children depicted in this are the common man. And they are depicted in a form that is elevated in spirit. It is about rising to the occasion this is a very clear message. I am making art that speaks well about our country. It speaks about the heroism and what can be in this country. For I truly believe that there's no place on the earth that I could do something like this of such great magnitude and have this ability to create something with everything that I have, all my creative abilities that came out of 
Greco-Roman tradition, Renaissance tradition, and basically tell stories that come specifically from Western civilization. This is a return to something sacred. It is a complete rejection of modernism and ironic thought and things that do not matter. There is nothing here but sacredness and a representation of us elevated, telling a story of our humanity and our history a hundred years ago. So these bronze pieces will now be assembled from beginning to end. And by April, you will be able to see the whole thing in bronze. It will then be shipped back to, to, to DC in five sections in shipping containers. Those five sections sometime in August behind curtains will be reassembled and that story will then be unveiled to the public on September 13th. And I think this is really interesting because in, in some ways we are going completely against the current state of affairs in the art world. The way that I learned how to sculpt began back in the 80s when you could actually go to an art school and learn to draw traditionally from a life model with the traditional tools that were used for thousands of years, that's gone. So I, I think that this could be used to bring us back to the idea that art represents us and how do we wanna be represented because art leads the real world. And it's, it's all about moving back to humanity and the power that we hold as human beings. And I'm very averse to this whole idea of AI because there's no computer on the planet that could create something of this intricacy. And the last thing that I wanna bring up here is that my template is nature and nature and its complexity were studied very carefully in the Renaissance, uh, the way that there was a hierarchy and a unity to the whole. And this composition is one sculpture made up of many, many little parts all those parts have to fit together in a way that is, you know, seamless. You go from scenes of kinetic fury, animalistic charges to the next scene that is the cost of war. And those, those moments flow with a grace and a power and a sacredness that is very important in art that's elevated in its spirit and its consciousness. So this is something that I really want to speak about and thank you very much for having me on your program because people need to know that they're being represented in a way that is elevated. It's not demeaning, it's not ironic, but it speaks about the best and the potential that we have as human beings and the potential that this country has as well. So there you have it, Steve, and I'm, I'm really honored and proud to share this with you. No, as you know, people love when you come on. I want to just go back so we don't miss it, that for people in the Capitol that um, of, of it, it, this is not about politics, but people in the Capitol that um, appreciate classical learning and appreciate the foundational elements of the Judeo-Christian West to a person, their favorite um, um, sculpture is grants outside the U.S. Capitol. Uh, you were inspired by the artist that did that also, correct? Isn't there, there is a connection between that historic sculpture that's so powerful and so moving and what you've done for World War I? Yes. Uh, Schrady was that sculptor 
Uh, unfortunately, Shreddy worked on the piece for 20 years, and uh, because of the stress of doing the, the sculpture, died two weeks before the unveiling. I'm not gonna die before my unveiling. I'm here to present that sculpture, and I'm here to also make a movie with my wife called Heroic, that presents how we did that, the behind the scenes look into the studio, the intimate look into like what the human beings that were in that room did for the last eight years. And the Shredi sculpture speaks back to Western civilization. There's a cavalry charging uh, through the mud, pulling a wagon, an artillery wagon, and that's a load to carry there is a sense of energy and power bounding forward. It's not contained by the base. I was told by Edward Fountain, the commissioner of the Centennial Commission, I want something like that. So I went there and I studied it and I came back with this composition, The Soldier's Journey. I did 18 iterations for The Soldier's Journey. I took 12,000 pictures from live models in uniform, acting it out. And from there, we finally got past in nine months. So this was no easy feat. And we arrived at something that has a lot of complexity to it, has a lot of allegories that represent our country, the world, the change, the transformation that occurred after World War I. And I, I think this is like really problematic that you see this today, that art is not important anymore. And why would it be important if it's a bunch of crap? Like, who cares? So I'm, I, I'm here to change that. I'm here to make something that actually, when, when an eighth grader, anybody who hasn't even studied art walks in front of it, because it's a movie that's unfolding from left to right. And as you walk along, the story's told, well, this ought to change your mind. Because if you do something that has like value and is sacred and is attached to Western civilization and plays forward the masters of the past, then you got something to share. We got something to talk about now. So this, my mission is change the status of art today and bring it back to the sacred. Sabin, how can people on your journey and the footage you've got up already, I want people to know where they can go, your writings, your thinking, because like I said, you are leading a movement here. Uh, That's and right. As magnificent as this is, it's, it's only really the, your, your, your beginning marker on this, on your own journey. So where do people go to find out all about it? Well, there are two spots. You can go to sabinhoward.com. Uh, we're constantly loading a uh, video of the process from sculpting to uh, the bronze casting process. And then you can also go to social media, go to Instagram, Sabin Howard Sculptures, uh, where I'm also posting uh, probably once a week so you can see the, the, ba the background of how we did this. We got about a minute. Just real quick, why, why did we have to send it to? Is that the only place who really has the sophistication to cast this? Is that why we ship it to England and then bring it back? Yeah, we're in a sad place in this country right now. Um, fabrication is not our, our strong suit, and I needed something with aesthetics, uh, ability, engineering, and the know-how. And unfortunately, I had to go to the UK. I did a search of the United States for four months. I went to all the foundries in all the states of this country, and. Uh, didn't cut it. It's really a shame. It's got to change. It's got to change. So I ended up in the UK. Change. Well, hopefully this uh, this effort will, will make a change. Sabin, uh, honored as always to have you on here. One of the great artists, living Thank artists you. in our time and a man that's dedicated his life to this. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Um, this is kind of why we fight the civilization that was uh, 
bequeathed to us, the society that was bequeathed to us. This audience gets it. This is why you're in the fight every day. One thing you talk about change and transformation. Remember, Obama wanted to transform America, right? Wanted to do it in one generation. Well, you see what this illegitimate uh, regime is doing because uh, stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. One way you keep up those consequences, we had Jim Rickards now on the show a couple of times. We're going to have him on a lot more, but go get his newsletter, Strategic Intelligence. It's a monthly out by Paradigm Press. Just go there right now. Check it out. You're fascinated when he comes on here, but read the newsletter. It's about politics, geopolitics, economics, capital markets, all of it. As Jim says, you can't understand modern politics, even down at the deck plates of the precinct strategy and the school boards, until you understand economics is one of the things that we uh, are so believe in this show that once working class people and middle class people understand the connection between economics, capital markets, finance, and politics is when this country really changes. Strategic Intelligence is the newsletter for you. Short commercial break. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you take, take it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code Bannon. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Um, President Trump's what out in Nevada later today. Uh, we'll be following that. Very important. We'll be doing, um, I guess, four hours or two sets of shows from Las Vegas on Monday and Tuesday. This kind of pre-RNC meeting. I can't tell you how important this is going to be. We need a unified RNC leading into 2024. We got to stop the games. We have to face facts, and uh, we have to make some changes. And I realize that's you know everybody don't want to make change, but we got to do it. It's just it's it's gone on long enough. You guys aren't donating because we've been saying, hey, until you see a plan to stop, and it's got to be get out the vote, but not just get out the vote. It's also got to be making sure that this is not stolen again, and that's a grassroots effort. And so um, Tyler Boyer uh, and uh, Charlie Kirk, of course, the great Charlie Kirk, Turning Point USA, he's putting this on. Poso, myself, Mike Lindell will be out there. It'll be amazing. I, I will be doing all the news we have to. House is back next week. Senate's going to be back. This uh, thermonuclear bomb that we scared off at first, and they said, hey, we got to do this because now we can say Trump killed it, which is a total lie. But give us the text. You know, let's have the text, and we'll show you how they're codifying the invasion and the destruction of this republic. Chris Hoare, uh, it's, I heard rumor it was your 39th birthday, uh, and uh, I know you're the kind of guy that would come on and celebrate that birthday by giving the Warren Posse a big special as you guys uh, over at the Satellite Phone Store do so greatly. So uh, happy birthday, brother. Welcome aboard, and what do you got for us? 
Thanks, Steve. Well, I, uh, yeah, I'm 39 for the uh, 16th time, and uh, it feels good. And I'm hoping to get, uh, <laughs> hoping to get like a McLaren F1 or something from my wife tomorrow. But uh, I'm not too sure. But one of the things I wanted to talk about today, Steve, uh, was the theft uh, that is going on in this country. Electronic theft. Uh, it is skyrocketing. It's the fastest growing crime in the country. And uh, if you do happen to have a lovely car uh, with an electronic uh, starter, uh, you may be horrified to know that your car can be stolen without you even losing your keys. Uh, if you come in and you put your keys on the uh, table by the front door, as a lot of us do, uh, somebody can come up outside of your front door and with a booster can grab your car key signal and then take it over to your car and then start open and start your car and take it away without breaking a door, without taking anything from you. And this is the one of the fastest growing crimes in Europe, and now it's spreading to here. Uh, because your car key fob, um, it, it puts off an electronic signal that is the key. And so anyone with a booster or a relay, uh, which costs about 10 bucks on Amazon, by the way, <clears throat> can steal your car. So we have a solution for that today. Uh, this is at prep123.com. We have this Faraday uh, box, which is uh, about the size of a pack of cigarettes. And this, when you put your keys in there, no signal can be taken from it. Um, it's just like the Faraday bag that we sell before, and we sell at prep123.com that protects you from outside invasion by Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, EMP, EMF, whatever it is. You're protected when you get one of these. So this is the, uh, the vault right here. You just open it up, drop in your keys, um, and uh, close it up, and there you go. It's safe. Uh, the other thing we have today, Steve, uh, is an RFID uh, safe wallet. Um, did you know that uh, your wallet, uh, your credit cards have chips on them, and those chips, RFID chips, emit a signal that can be then grabbed by someone and then used to clone your credit cards or get into your bank accounts? Um, and this is this can cost you a lot of money, of course. One of my colleagues just had her credit card stolen and cloned, and they took 50 grand out of her bank account. So look, this is a very real threat, and you don't even have to have your wallet stolen, your credit card stolen, uh, to get wow. to be a victim wow. of this crime. It's very scary what's going on, but these Faraday uh, wallets and the Faraday bags, like we have for your phone here, uh, we have these on special day. You get two for 104. You just drop your phone in, uh, cover it up, and uh, you're good to go. Your phone can't be tracked. You can't be tracked. Your phone can't be hacked. Now, this is, I say, a huge problem in this country. Uh, but with the wallet, we can protect your car kit, your credit cards. That's just 29 bucks at prep123.com. Or the Faraday box can protect your keys. If you're one of these guys who has a fancy car, like I'm hoping to have tomorrow, um, you're the last thing you want to do is get it stolen right away. Uh, in the UK, Steve, this crime is so out of control, the police departments are giving away these boxes here. Now, they're not giving them away here in the US right now, uh, but we're selling them for just 50 bucks or 54 bucks uh, at prep123.com. But the crime these days, you can't see. Just like uh, thefts at the bugs, yeah. you can't see the theft of your car. It just happens. And it's absolutely, it's crazy how much of this, this is going on. You know, it's happened so much, and trust me, they ain't going to be giving you a free one here, but it's happened so much in Europe, it's pretty shocking. Here's the lesson, and this came from uh, this came from um, uh, Joe Allen when he was at CES. He said the takeaway head there is a combination of cyber and AI is making 
cyber theft and electronic theft, a whole next level. And people are just at the beginning stages of this. This is where you got to fight back. One more time, where do, where do people where do people go? Uh, they go to prep123.com, P-R-E-P-123.com. And uh, we, we have 10% off there to celebrate my birthday on a lot of these products. But look, the main uh, thing that I want for my birthday is for people to stay safe, for, for innocent people not to get robbed of their vehicles, of their credit cards. And again, my friend um, Sue, she, it was $50,000 uh, stolen from her bank, you know, and she didn't even yeah. know anything had happened. She found out when she got home, you know, she was just down at the mall uh, and somebody had a scanner and they grabbed her her information cloned it and cleaned her out and and this is terrible it can happen to anyone um you know and even say your car keys by your front door could be stolen without someone breaking into your house you know they can grab that code and and start your car and drive off and you don't even know it's happened you know so get over to prep123.com keep yourself safe and uh, thanks for having me on today steve feels good to be nearly 40 i'm Chris, excited about <laughs> It's Chris, happy nearly 40 for the 16th time. Chris Hoare, thank you so much. Our audience thanks you for all the specials you give us. Really, thank you. Thank you, Steve. Okay, intense weekend, folks. Intense weekend. I'll be up on Getter. That app's totally free, putting up information analysis. We may, uh, we're going to stream, obviously, President Trump's uh, address. Everything President Trump's doing this weekend. Grace and Mo will be all over. I'll be in and out of there giving uh, chats. We're getting ready for this uh, huge event Monday and Tuesday. You want to make sure you're part of that. Uh, so I uh, want to thank everybody for on Saturday morning. Remember, it's my favorite show. Can't leave you without Warpath Coffee. Come on, Saturday at noon here in the East. Still, You still get jacked up the rest of your day. Warpath.coffee, Mariner's Blend, the dark roast. I've gotten such great feedback, particularly people who never tried a dark roast. Try it. Be risky. Take some risk. And of course, my favorite here, the beef-fed the grass-fed beef liver sacredhumanhealth.com so proud of this beef livers greatest concentration nutrients everywhere okay get up we're at work all day today follow me on getter see you there for war room veterans you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with china and medications and the uh active pharmaceutical ingredients china has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. 60, if you want to take care of your heart, 
and those you care about, please go to WarRoomHealth.com. That's WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.